So Brian, I need to know how your new iPhone is. <laughs> uh, I like it quite a bit. Um, is it like is it like getting a whole new? Is it like upgrading to an entirely different experience, going from the ancient 4S, <laughs> the ancient tiny little baby 4S oh. that you had? Yeah, I mean the size is definitely an interesting step up. You know, I, I, I'm, it takes getting used to. Um, I, it's 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 a it's a new experience, but I'm also realizing how much I don't know how to do with it. So <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be an ever evolving, uh, in, you know, experience where I keep realizing things it's capable of. How? What is your favorite feature of it? Oh boy. Um, I don't, I like simple things, you know, just like even, I, I know thumbprint recognition has been around for a while, mm-hmm. but I didn't have it. So it's, it's new to me. Um, yeah. I mean, once you, once you enable the touch ID and you don't have to enter your passcode in, it's just like, you never want to enter your passcode in. And once I started doing that, it was like, anytime I had to use my passcode, like if I restarted my phone, it just felt like such a huge burden. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, I like I have to tap numbers like an animal here. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I just f- I found myself like entering a whole bunch of different finger, t- you know, fingerprints so that I didn't have to, you know, think about just using my thumb. I could touch my phone with any finger. <laughs> That's how lazy I am about it. But, but I mean, I mean, this is the speed at which it it works, and you know. A lot of the apps I've been using now work better, you know, by a lot. So all that stuff is great. And I don't know. There's just a ton of great stuff with it. I'm I'm just scratching the surface. It's only been this week, so. Um, what, how, how is the bigger size in your hands? Like, do you, is it comfortable? Do you wish it was smaller? Would you go back to a smaller phone if you... Like after after having this now for a week, I don't think so. I mean, it it is taking some getting used to because there's things that I used to be able to do with just one hand because I do a lot of like typing on it when I'm I do some blog stuff on it and I used to be able to do that with one hand and now I have to kind of use two to balance things out and that's just taking some getting used to. But I do it just feels it feels better. I mean, the whole thing I don't know. It just feels like a, it's lighter. I mean, there's a lot of things about it that make it just a much cleaner to use and much easier to use than my old piece of crap. So do you, so you use blogger for your CMS, for your website. Do you, is there an app, like a good app that, that had like, you know, that you can post from? Yeah. What's it called? Blog touch pro. I think I got, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems to be fine. Um, I mean, there's still some things that I, I like to do on a desktop, you know, as far as posts. Yeah. And, you know, HTML, some, sometimes putting, like, links in or videos in or artwork. I, I think I can do that from the app, but I prefer to do it from the desktop. I'm just used to that. Mm-hmm. But it's still great to write on. It's a much bigger surface, so it's, like, much easier to do. Yeah, I love it. So nice. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> how how is the camera? I mean, dealing with that versus your old phone is it just like you know night and day difference? It's definitely way better. Uh, whereas my old phone, you know, there's a lot of focus issues, and you know, it if you moved too much, like n- not by much at all, but if you just you had to you had to hold very still basically to take a good picture, mm-hmm. and that got kind of old and this is i mean it's similar but it seems to be much more forgiving with motion so that's pretty neat i like that and the pictures do look better yeah has anyone noticed the difference like in just like in posting shots on instagram or wherever has anyone said like whoa these actually look you know like (laughs) real like pretty good pictures here i not yet not yet uh but my coworkers were very excited that my my Instagram would look better, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're just like your Instagram's gonna look so good. Anyway, so they were my coworkers were very excited, I think, because they, you know, have been with me for a while and you know, probably got tired of seeing me with my old phone, so very tech savvy people. Yeah. 
So I wanted to um, do a little bit of follow-up on something that we talked about a long time ago, but uh, I don't know if we've talked much about it since the disc has actually been released. But last year, we I, talk, I mentioned a Kickstarter campaign for uh, Tommy Stathis, who does like uh, uh, cartoons on film, and he... Um, He's a kind of like a collector and an archivist and, you know, like an animation enthusiast. And last year he did a Kickstarter for this Blu-ray release of the Bray Studios, um, which was going to feature cartoons from like the, from like 1913 to 1927 uh, from the Bray Studios. This, you know, met its goal and he eventually released the Blu-ray like a month or two ago. And, um it's now available to order on Amazon. Uh, he is doing something of a follow-up Indiegogo uh, campaign. Like when he met his goal with the Kickstarter, he was one of the stretch goals that he was doing was to release a follow-up Blu-ray, um, which was going to feature uh, the character Bobby Bumps, which is another, um, you know, uh, old animated series you know character from like again from like around the same era like 1915 to 1925 this is going to feature 15 uh shorts collected on blu-ray and uh he's he has another indiegogo campaign which is about to end and it's actually probably going to end i think around when this episode goes up so you know you'll still probably be able to buy it just because he has a flexible goal that is gonna I mean he's he's already made some money from that original Kickstarter and he's just raising a little bit more to get this released just because of unexpected costs and whatnot um, but it's definitely gonna happen and so you'll be able to order it probably on Amazon as it, uh, you know once it's finished but um, for anyone out there who wanted to pick up that Bray Studios Blu-ray and you didn't donate to the Kickstarter you can go order that on Amazon right now and I just I finally went and started watching uh, some of that disc after having it like sitting on my desk for a while. Um, but it looks great and it's, you know, it's a lot of fun seeing cartoons this old. Yeah. You got me hooked on it, man. You, you ordered it from Amazon, right? I did. I haven't watched that one yet, but, but yeah, I did. He, he does work with, uh, the guys at Thunderbean to, um, I think to help produce some of the Blu-rays. I mean, they're not, um, connected, uh, I mean, these are like two separate companies, but you know, if you like the Thunderbean stuff, then you'll most likely, you know, enjoy these Cartoon Roots uh, Blu-rays as well. So today, Flickr Alley announced a new Blu-ray release uh, of the um, Frank Lloyd film, also directed by Joseph von Sternberg, although he's uncredited. Uh, the the film Children of Divorce with Gary Cooper and Clara Bow. This is the 1927 film which is going to be released on Blu-ray on December 6th from Flickr Alley. Right now you can pre-order it through their website for $30. And then after that, I think after like an initial, you know, sale price uh, for this pre-order, they usually jump back up to the retail price of about $40, I think. So uh, very exciting. They have a few upcoming releases that I'm stoked about. The, um, the, uh, Cinerama releases that are going to be coming out soon. Our friends at Kino Lorber announced another animated, actually another two animated titles in their DePatty Freeling uh, Kino cartoon classics lineup that they have going on uh, that we've mentioned in the past. And now we have uh, a couple of new titles which are going to be coming out. Do we have dates for these yet? Or did they just say like early 2017? They said February 2017. Okay, no February. date yeah. that I could see. So they're going to be doing The Blue Racer and Hoot Kloot, uh, two more series that were done. Uh, I think The Blue Racer is like 72 to 74, and Hoot Kloot was 73 to 74. So these were all part of the um, Pink Panther and Friends Saturday Morning Cartoon series. Or at least they were... Um, you know, broadcast alongside that. There's only a, a few left, I think, after these two get released for Kino to release. I think the the Dog Father might be one that uh, 
that De Patty Freeling did also. Um, and then obviously like the Pink Panther, although that still is kind of unclear as to who, if the studio is going to end up releasing that themselves, just because it's kind of a bigger title, uh, if they're hanging on to that for any, you know, for, for like a bigger release maybe, but it seems like, uh, Kino has now, you know, released almost all of the other ones. Did we talk about Quickie Koala? Uh, no, I don't even know what that is. It's a uh, it's another one of the Hanna Barbera shows, and I think uh, Warner Archive teased since the last time we recorded. They teased. Um, oh, I the, know Quickie Koala. That's yeah. I've definitely seen the show before. Yeah, it's got like one of those shows where they have multiple um, sort of characters that show up in the show. I mean, there's Quickie Koala, and then there's um, Crazy Claws and Dirty Dog mm-hmm. and. Yeah, people remember this this show for sure, but um, yeah, it's another one that they hadn't put out yet, so I'm excited. I, I'm obviously it's probably just going to be DVD, but adding to the Hanna Barbera collection is always good. Have you taken a look at the new Warner Archive beta uh, website that they have? If you go to WarnerArchive.com, um, they have like they're going to be rolling out a new version of their streaming platform. And the the beta is up right now. Um, I think you can pretty much you can request um, access to the beta, and I think they're pretty generous with letting people check it out. Um, it's kind of a cleaner layout right now. Uh, I don't know if all the titles are up versus what is if you're a part of the Warner Archive Instant uh, streaming service, but it's nice that they're still working on it. And um, I think this new new layout looks nice yeah it looks very nice I, I definitely prefer it to the last one not that I had huge problems with that but it's looking real good when I was looking when I was testing out the beta they have a they have Flight of Dragons on there and um, Flight of Dragons is like one of the very first Warner Archive DVDs that caught my attention when they first launched years ago and they list the version as being in HD on the new beta website. Um, and it's not, if you go to the stream, if you go to Warner Archive Instant, it doesn't, I think it just says standard definition there. Um, I, I watched a little bit of it on my computer and it didn't look, you know, amazing. So it might not be like, you know, a new remastered version of Light of Dragons. It might just be like, you know, mastered for, for 1080p, but not, you know, not restored in any way some kind of upscaling or something um yeah i'm not really sure exactly what 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 goes on with like being able to call something hd when it's not um or you know not not that it's not hd but that it's not you know like remastered so it it might be in 1080p but it might you know not look great not that it looked bad but it was still you know that that movie you know i used to watch that movie on vhs and on you know old Standard, defini- standard definition television. So any way that I can see it, I'm always happy when I watch it. Yeah, that's a great one. That's one of the earliest Warner Archive movies that I showed my daughter. And she dug it, which was cool. Yeah. Um, the Warner Archive... What did they announce recently? Um, they just announced a new Wheeler and Woolsey set, for one. This is going to be a... A collection. How many? Do you know how many films are going to be in that collection? Um, I have to double check. Um, I know it's got a couple that have been holdouts for a long time, including Cockeyed Cavaliers, which I know several people that I deal with on Twitter on a regular basis are huge fans of Cockeyed Cavaliers. They're reissuing Dancer in the Dark later this month. That kind of i was gonna say oh man that, that kind of sucks because i was hoping that you know criterion might get the rights to this but it looks like warner brothers is hanging on to the rights for that one that's too bad as we mentioned last week they're doing the guyver they're also doing the guyver 2 which i don't think i mentioned then um and then there's going to be a few other uh i don't know if these are like re-releases but the um that movie surviving the game with Rucker Hauer and ice T uh, is getting a, a reissue. I can't remember now if they've already put this out on DVD before, but um, 
This is coming out on my birthday. Another piece of news, uh, the Phantasm remastered Blu-ray has been announced for December 6th. This is going to be put out by Welgo. And uh, has the has the the re, the remastered Phantasm hasn't gotten a Blu-ray anywhere else, right? Like this is going to be the first time we've seen the new one versus instead of like you know in a theatrical screening. Yeah, as far as I know, I feel like I've seen some people talking online about a box set, and I don't know if Welgo has proposed one that I may have missed, mm-hmm. or if it that maybe is an arrow rumor or something like that. Don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah, there is a, like an arrow rumor. I mean, there's like a fake page on blu-ray.com for a arrow release of phantasm. Um, I don't know if that's one where they've shown off like a, like the postcard for it. Um, cause those usually kind of give away upcoming releases, but there hasn't been a, an announcement yet for it. Yeah. So I don't know if, if, if anything's coming out, it's probably not going to be, until after this release. Um, so this this will be the first one you can get, I think. And I cannot wait. Yeah. 4K scan. Oh, my gosh. No, it's going to look amazing. Just the other day, uh, I wasn't aware of this until the Blue, the uh, DVD Beaver. Was it DVD Beaver? Blu-ray.com. DVD Beaver reviewed a new German Blu-ray of The Brood. And I guess for anyone out there who is interested in you know or you know loves collecting the Cronenberg films and is interested in in you know getting other versions of it there's this new uh limited collector's edition of the brood which is available on Amazon Germany it's 40 euros so it's a little expensive right now but i think it might be a um kind of like a digibook version of it i, can't, I don't think it's a steel book but it just came out over the summer and uh, DVD Beaver just reviewed it. And the colors uh, on it look surprisingly different than um, what the Criterion one looks like. Although some people have kind of noted in discussing it that it's, you know, it might be just, you know, a matter of like, if you want your TV to look like this, you could probably adjust the colors to get it to look like this. But yeah, I mean, it looks, it's, I'm sure it's more complicated than, increasing the brightness but yeah. it just looks brighter than the criterion transfer which is not necessarily better yeah um, it's interesting to see them side by side though totally and uh so he's so uh gary over on dvd beaver is saying that this is that the that this wicked vision media collector's edition is not supervised by david cronenberg and looks different than the criterion one and that it um that it might be similar to the second site release in the UK. Um, and that just that it's brighter and that it's a little bit uh, of a higher bit rate. Um, it's in the 1.78 to one aspect ratio and it shows a little bit more information on the top and less on the bottom when compared to the criterion. So anyway, it's just interesting that we just got this, you know, this Blu-ray from criterion re- pretty recently. And now we're getting this other one with like a totally different color scheme. Um, I mean, the, the Criterion one looks, is more, um, I don't know, is it more blue and, and darker? But anyway. Yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. Um, so yeah, definitely if you, if you're a Cronenberg fan, you might want to go out and, and pick this one up. Dang it. Gotta make things complicated. Well, I mean, 40 euros is kind of also kind of pricey for, yeah, that uncomplicates it a good deal for me. (laughs) Uh, earlier this morning, the folks at masters of cinema announced their December titles, as well as, um, a few things that Eureka is going to be releasing. And then they've also teased at some stuff that's coming out next year. Um, the big release for the masters of cinema is going to be Anthony Mann's the man from Laramie. Uh, with James Stewart. It's coming out on December 5th as a dual format release. Um, they posted uh, pictures of the artwork. You can go order on Amazon UK right now. Uh, they're also going to be releasing Fritz Lang's Destiny, which we just talked about um, a couple of weeks ago, which was released from Kino here in the States. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they, how they might do it differently or, you know, what it might, what, how it might, uh, how it might look different. 
Uh, Eureka is also going to be releasing Catherine Hardwick's The Lords of Dogtown and the Steve Martin movie Roxanne. So uh, those ones aren't going to be a part of the Masters of Cinema collection, but it's nice that they're getting Blu-ray releases in the UK. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So a couple of other things um, before we jump into the new releases for the week. The folks at CBS have uh, detailed and, you know, given it an official release date for the Star Trek, the animated series Blu-ray. It's coming out on November 15th. It's going to be a three disc set with all 22 episodes uh, of the series in HD. It's going to have all of the same extras from the, the old DVD release, which have like, you know, text commentaries from the Okudas and um, other audio commentary tracks and um, some featurettes and whatnot. Uh, so this one, and I think you get some new like postcards uh, that come along with this. This is, um, they've also, Paramount has officially announced Star Trek Beyond is going to be coming to Blu-ray on November 1st. Um, I don't know if the digital version, like how much earlier the digital version will come, uh, but I think it's usually like a few weeks or so before that. Man, I cannot wait for animated series on Blu-ray. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm definitely going to pick this one up. I'm not going to get that big Star Trek box set just because I have, you know, so much of it already. I don't really need to buy it again. So I'm going to just wait and get this uh, this individual release. Oh, for anyone out there, this was just announced a few days ago or kind of confirmed. But um, for any, uh, you know, anyone looking to jump into 4K ultra high definition Blu-rays, the folks at Oppo have uh, revealed that their pl- their their new player is going to uh, arrive before the end of the year. It's going to be a the UDP two hundred three, which is going to be their um, their you know UHD Blu-ray player. It's going to be four ninety nine, um, similar to what their you know their players their Blu-ray their you know regular Blu-ray players have been, but you know for the the hardcore home video geeks. Uh, this will probably be the player to get. Also, Warner Brothers has announced that they're going to be releasing a few other, a few new titles on uh, ultra high definition 4K Blu-ray, including Pacific Rim, uh, Jupiter Ascending, and The Great Gatsby. I was when I saw that Pacific Rim was getting a ultra HD Blu-ray release. I was, um, I was hoping that maybe this would lead me to not have to import the Pacific Rim Blu-ray from Japan that I keep wanting to import. Uh, but this this new release doesn't have the Japanese audio either, so uh, I'm going to have to just order the Japanese Blu-ray at some point. All because I want the Japanese dub track. <laughs> <laughs> I You know, I respect your uh, conviction with this. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So let's talk a little bit about what, what came out this week uh, on Blu-ray. On the 27th, the 26th, there's a few titles coming out in the UK and then uh, a number of good things in the in the US. So uh, a couple of UK releases, the the first of the Woody Allen box sets that we had mentioned before that there was, you know, there's a new there's a second one coming out in December. Um, But the first collection, the six films from 71 to 78 is going to be released this week from Arrow in the UK, including films like Bananas, Everything You Wanted to Know About Sex, Sleeper, Love and Death, Annie Hall, and Interiors. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, also out this week in the UK, uh, the early Murnau box set from Masters of Cinema is getting a Blu-ray release. This includes uh, Schloss Vogelod, Phantom... Uh, Der Letzemann and uh, Tartuffe, The Grand Duke's Finances. Uh, I think that might be it, there might, but there might also be a few other uh, things included in that collection. Um, the folks at Second Run are releasing the Miklos Janko film uh, Electra My Love on Blu-ray, continuing their, their, their Blu-ray releases. Uh, the Masters of Cinema are also releasing the Billy Wilder film uh, Fedora, the 1975 film uh, on Blu-ray. I think Scott will most likely be reviewing that one. Um, we haven't got review discs of the early Murnau set yet, but that one, I was looking at some of the, the, the DVD Beaver screenshots from some of those discs, and they look really good. 
So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, that's very cool. So as far as uh, U.S. titles this week, the it's kind of a pretty big week for Criterion this week. Um, so in addition, so we're getting the Decalogue, Valley of the Dolls, and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls this week on Blu-ray from Criterion. Uh, also, I guess Criterion UK is putting out uh, Cat People as well, but uh, we talked a little bit about that last week, and we'll talk more about it uh, on our next episode of uh, Chronicles. So first up, the Decalogue. This is a four-disc Blu-ray collection uh, collecting the Kozlowski uh, TV series, you know, the 10-episode series, which was made in Poland back in uh, back in the 80s. This one is interesting in that there's going to be a competing release in the UK from Arrow uh, in a couple months. I forget when the, the release date of that one is. But... Um, and they have also just kind of just recently detailed that box set. Uh, oh, it's coming out on October 17th. So just a couple weeks, uh, from now. Um, the, so the, the criterion one is split up onto four discs. The first two discs have each have the 10 episodes. So there's five on the first disc and five on the second disc. Uh, the third disc includes, um, the two other films, um, the what is it the uh short film about killing and a short film about love and then the fourth disc is going to be is all supplements which there are a lot of um i guess the the arrow one is interesting just in that there's i guess the the big selling point of the arrow release of the decalogue for anyone, for anyone out there who is you know worried that maybe they need to pick one or the other what Arrow is going to be doing that's different from Criterion's. Criterion's is a 1080p release, which is going to um, be like a what you would have seen if it, if you watch it in a theater. Um, the the Arrow one is going to be 1080i at 25 frames per second. So the Criterion one is going to be f- t- like uh, well, it may be four percent slower than than it was originally shown on, on TV just because things are, you know, how like it's a little bit feels a little bit more sped up when you watch like, you know, British TV shows and whatnot. This one, um, the Arrow release is going to feel more, I guess, authentic maybe to what was shown uh, on TV when it was released. So that being said, the the films on this Criterion release just are absolutely beautiful. I mean, if you love Kozlowski, this is just, you know, kind of like, it's not really like the Holy Grail just because there's all of his movies are so incredible. Um, But it's one that Criterion has been working on for a while now. And, you know, it's certainly one that a lot of people have been asking about over the years. And it's kind of amazing that we now have this box set uh, in front of us. The two other Criterion releases this week, uh, Valley of the Dolls and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, also pretty special releases, uh, beautiful artwork from Phil Noto and Jim Rugg. Uh, Phil Noto does the Valley of the Dolls one, Jim Rugg does Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Uh, we're getting essays from Glenn Kenny on both of these. Both of them feature booklets, not just little, you know, fold-out leaflet uh, posters or things that that have been in many of the other Criterion releases from the past year or two. Yeah, I'm very excited about these two releases. Yeah. Uh, they're packed with supplements. The uh, folks at Arrow did recently release Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, and we've talked about it before, but um, I think the, from what I've seen, the transfers are similar, but I think the Criterion one is a little bit brighter. This week is the first uh, release wave of the, the Vestron stuff. Yeah, you got Chopping Mall and you've got Blood Diner. Did you? So I've, I know people have started getting these already. Um, did you? Have you already had a chance to get these or watch them? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, I've I've watched both. I mean, I've I've at least watched most of both. Uh-huh. Um, but both are really nice releases. I gotta say, especially Chopping Mall, which is so loaded. I mean, it, it looks way better than it's ever looked, which is in and above its anything else is great but it's got three commentary tracks it's got about a half dozen featurettes you know totaling a a decent amount of 
uh, extra content. It's it's really stacked. Um, so if this is any indication, um, this line is looking pretty good out of the gate. Um, Blood Diner is similar. It's um, got an, also a handful of featurettes. It's got a director commentary, um, and it definitely looks as good as I've ever seen it look. So I don't know. Are you a chopping mall fan? I can't remember. I don't. I mean, I I want to get both of these. Is there one like? Would you? Are they both pretty different? In like, is there one that you would recommend over the other? Is there one that's like, oh, this one is much better as um, a film? <laughs> I mean, they're both cheesy movies, but Chopping Mall is definitely better. Okay. I think. I mean, <laughs> you know, Blood Diner has its fans. It's. Uh, I mean, the the basic premise premise of Chopping Mall is that. You know, a bunch of teenagers get locked in a mall after hours and they, the robots that are the new security system of the mall are set loose on them and start killing them and, and the kids have to fight back. And so th- they actually do, though, so it's kind of like Dawn of the Dead and it, it's pretty fun. Um, it's got a good cast. It's got Barbara Crampton. It's got Kelly Maroney. It's got some other uh, male actors you'll recognize, too. It's definitely my favorite of the two. Blood Diner is like, I mean, it's kind of like a quasi follow-up to Blood Feast, mm. um, even though Her- Herschel Gordon-Lewis has nothing to do with this one. But, I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> two yeah, two brothers that have like a crazy uncle and they resurrect his brain and it's still got the eyeballs attached and it speaks to them and tells them to kill women and stitch together basically a female Frankenstein body so that this <laughs> demon can enter it and it's but it's like kind of a comedy it's it's weird it's a weird movie um definitely of its time very gory lots of entrails lots of um nudity um it's a unique movie uh definitely a curio but for my money chopping mall is the one that everybody should pick up it's, it's really solid that's pretty amazing that they got so many supplements on these discs, like all these different commentary tracks, all these other features and interviews and whatnot. They really did. They really went all out for this. Yeah, I'm. I, it's surprising, but pleasantly so, because you always have to be skeptical when a new line comes out of this kind of thing. Yeah. Are they gonna? Are they gonna sort of, you know, only go through the motions on it? Yeah, or like you know, just do like bare bones. Uh, okay, well, this is all that the studio would give us, and so here we are, and here's like the, you know, this is a, a Blu-ray that you know no one else wanted to put out, and so we're putting it out. But this is like, this is like a labor of love, uh, from what I can tell. Yeah, definitely with Chopping Mall and Blood Diner to a degree as well. I mean, I listened to some of the Jackie Kong commentary today, and um, you know she, you know, definitely has a lot of pride for the movie and talks about a lot of things she did that were later, you know, perhaps imitated, hard to say, but you know, it, two filmmakers that definitely care about the movies <laughs> that are launching this line. So yeah. that's that's a good good way to go. Out this week is that shark film The Shallows. Uh this one got a lot of great reviews when it was out in theaters. Did you get a chance to see it yet? I saw it on VOD, so I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters now. But um, I liked it, you know, pretty good. Yeah, I I definitely want to check this out. So I will be adding this Blu-ray to my wish list. Uh, also out this week is Warcraft. Uh, not so lovingly reviewed by critics. I think a lot of people thought it was pretty bad, uh, which I would have predicted from <laughs> just the trailers that I saw of it. Uh, I was definitely not a Warcraft video game player. Uh, so I don't have any kind of like nostalgia for warcraft or have any kind of like you know uh i didn't have any hopes that this was going to be a great movie and now that and since it got beat up it put it in that little shelf in my brain where i'm like hmm maybe i'll maybe i'll watch this movie and actually enjoy it now that everyone has seen it and hated it yeah Uh, i mean right i i have the same feeling the expectations have been suitably lowered to maybe make it entertaining i don't know i see yeah i think so um, out this week is also is a new restored edition of An American Werewolf in London. Now, have you heard, seen any reviews yet of this new restored version? I have not. I, I, I ordered it um, because I love the movie too much not to. But I am curious what this you know is going to look like versus the old Blu-ray. 
So according to some folks on the Blu-ray.com forum, uh, the audio tracks uh, are not good or, or not remastered. Um, so uh, we'll have to come back to this next week and uh, talk more about this once people have a chance to get this in their hands. So also out this week, a very special release uh, that we've been talking about since it was announced, Bill and Ted's most excellent collection from Shout Select, collecting Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Uh, this one is now available on Blu-ray, and uh, hopefully everyone will have a chance to pick this one up at some point and enjoy these two really fun movies. Very, very happy to get this one. Yep. Um, also out from the Warner Archive this week is the Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, the um, Clint Eastwood-directed film starring Kevin Spacey and John Cusack uh, based on the book. Um, yeah, I just like a movie like this coming out because, you know, Kevin Spacey is pretty popular right now. It's pretty easy to say. So, you know, maybe this generates more revenue for Warner Archive, which, you know, makes it possible to get a few more of those great black and white classics we've been getting this year. Uh, this week, Arrow US is releasing Slugs. This one features new a new restoration from original film elements, uh, a new high-definition presentation, along with uh, an audio commentary track, uh, and interviews, and uh, you know promo reels and trailers and whatnot. So, uh, I'm excited about this one. Yeah. I, I'm glad I I got this too. It's I guess it's from '88. Uh, it's like an American Spanish thing mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just some really nice gross creatures and <laughs> i don't know it's just right up my alley it's and it's one i only was made aware of i think zach carlson put me onto it mm-hmm. maybe he did a list on my site and this was f- five years ago or something um so i haven't been that aware of it for that long but it it grew on me real quick this week, also, Film Movement is releasing the film Kamikaze 89. This is one that we had talked about months and months ago when they did a Kickstarter campaign for it, um, which I think didn't succeed, but they're, they've still gone ahead and released the Blu-ray for this one. This one features uh, the last performance, I think, from Rainer Werner Fassbinder. Uh, he, you know, the director, obviously, but he was... Uh, he he stars in this movie, um, and then also out a couple of other titles, uh, including let's see what other we have here. There's the Cohen collection featuring two films from Douglas Sirk, uh, A Scandal in Paris and Lourdes. Uh, this one kind of a little bit more expensive, although you are getting two films with this one. Um, and then also this week from Shout Factory is the. 3d animated film howard lovecraft and the frozen kingdom it's you know it's like hp lovecraft for kids essentially uh yeah. although it's you know more for like the parents of 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 who have kids who also like hp lovecraft stories and whatnot started to show it to raven and um she was digging it it's definitely a little dark especially in the front um it's like but... it's it's like dark but then it has like really goofy humor at, yeah. at, at some points that it's like it's a weird mix and uh it's not something that i'm going to show miranda but uh you know maybe maybe if she uh starts getting into more scary things then i'll yeah. get her into this yeah it's just dark enough for raven and she's i don't particularly love the, the animation you know but that's kind of where we're at now unfortunately yeah. and uh so my so raven's sort of grown up with it and and it doesn't phase her at all in fact I think she's come to sort of prefer it at times, um, which saddens me a little bit. But you know, it's it's what's out, it's what's out there right now. So. Yeah. Well, Brian, is there anything else out this week on Blu-ray that you think we should mention before we wrap things up? Sure, I've got a couple things here. Um, first off, uh, the I guess second round of. Sh- Shout Factory limited editions. Oh yeah, I did see those. Uh, so what else? 
Well, I ordered up from the depths and message from space, and I just got a shipping notice on those today. I mean, I I should have them. I I, I don't know if I'll have them on the day, but I should have them on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, they did Time Walker and the Velvet Vampire. So there's four titles in this round. And obviously those have to be ordered direct from Shout Factory. Mm-hmm. They're a little pricey. Um, but I'm th- I'm going to give these next two a try, and then we'll see what other titles they announce. What titles did you get from that first wave? Uh, I think the first wave I only got the Deathstalker and Deathstalker 2. I think that that ended up being the full first wave, if I recall. Mm-hmm. It was going to be more than one title, and then they pushed... Uh, at least one or two of them back. Um, but yeah, I'm curious what else they announced in this line. Um, I like the Deathstalker disc. I think it's good. So I'm open. Um, my wife and I just watched Lady in White. Speaking of Shout Factory, this is the new Scream Factory movie um, with Lucas Haas, uh, I'd, which I'd never seen. Have you seen Lady in White before? No, I haven't. It's interesting. I mean, it's... Um, I want to say it's middle 80s mm-hmm. um, but it's it's a period piece which I didn't realize about it set in 1962 and it's basically got some really dark stuff in it I don't want to give too much away but there's you know there's race stuff and there's supernatural stuff and it's paced and the tone is it's very interesting because uh, I listened to some of the commentary and it's totally independently produced and the this is another one uh, as far as special editions go where the director is very involved in the special editions. So he does, you know, his commentary and then there's like, you know, his introduction to deleted scenes, his introduction to, um, I feel like there's an extra sequence or something. So he, he's, it's a very personal movie for him. But anyway, the point is you watch it and y- you kind of go, yeah, this doesn't feel like a studio movie at all. This feels like a little I don't know it doesn't all quite all come together but it's still really enjoy an interesting movie but it just definitely feels like something where you're like yeah n- there was no studio notes on this I don't think yeah which is not a bad thing um, and I think the last thing that I was noticing was coming out was the new um, vinegar syndrome stuff yeah so there's some limited edition titles this week I think so yeah so um, let's see. What do we have here? Um, I forget which ones are limited. There's Hellbent. Horror House on Horror House on Highway Five is limited yeah. to three thousand, oh. and then um, what was the other one? Hellbent is limited to two thousand. Oh wow! And Count Dracula's Great Love is probably limited to. Let's see. That's a Paul Nashie movie. That one doesn't say on the the Blu-ray.com listing for it, but the other ones do say that they're limited. Yeah, I'm curious about these. I don't know these movies at all. So, um, but Vinegar Syndrome has certainly been on point about putting out interesting movies, not necessarily everything that's my cup of tea. So, one of these or two of these might not be, but uh, they've done enough good work that I'm willing to give them a shot. Uh, the Film Detective, the Blu-ray di- uh, distributor is putting out um, Patterns this is oh, the, the the Rod Serling uh, film where he was the writer, but starring uh, Van Heflin. Also out this week is the um, Nicholas Winding Refn movie, The Neon Demon, um, which is his like I still haven't seen it yet, but I've I've heard mixed things, uh, and th- the mixed reviews have kind of led me to want to really want to see it just because <laughs> I always like his movies, the ones that were like there are you know, kind of like visceral reactions against them. Like I really liked, um, what is it? Only God forgives. Only God forgives. Oh, um, I thought that one was amazing. And, uh, and I knew a lot of people who didn't like it. And so it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, and my wife and I watched the neon demon. Uh Um, but if you liked only God forgives, I'm hearing that, that, that the two are sort of in a similar wheelhouse. Uh huh. Well then, yeah, but, um, I'm I'm excited to check this one out. It's 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 really it's interesting. You know, there's a couple scenes that put me off pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that kind of derail the movie for me. But there's also a lot of really amazing visual stuff that I think I'd be highly surprised if you didn't respond to. Yeah. Um, and some you know decent performances and just a interesting weird movie. Uh, I so th- those are fun sometimes to watch. But yeah, couple scenes and and we can talk off mic when you <laughs> see it. <laughs> but you'll know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm looking into these these shout exclusives a little bit more as we talk, and uh, so the one what was it like the what was the star wars ripoff one message, message from, space. from space so message from space was directed by uh kinji fukusaku who did um battle royale the, mm-hmm. the green slime yeah um lots of uh, iconic movies um and then the cover for this uh where did it go um time walker looks interesting and then also up from the depth uh i I don't know, man. I need. I think I might need to order some of these. Yeah, I'm. I'm now. I'm looking at it, and I'm tempted by the ones I didn't order. Uh-huh. But I'm. I'm. I'm good at three. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> this is true. Um. So next week we have a few pretty exciting titles coming out on October fourth. Uh, the new X Men movie, X Men Apocalypse, comes out on Blu-ray. Uh, Preacher season one comes out on Blu-ray. The new Purge movie that you were just watching earlier tonight comes out <laughs> next week. Um, yes. The 60s and Adventure Brothers is out next week on Blu-ray. Um, the is the is the is that when the Stephen King uh, like it comes out on Blu-ray uh, I mean, from Amazon? Even though did you did you did it end up coming to Best Buy? No, not yet. I mean, it's like one of those things where it's on their site, and um, I went to my Best Buy, and they didn't have them, and the woman there basically told me, like, if we get enough online orders for pickup, eventually we'll stock it. (laughs) But basically, she was telling me, don't ever come here. I mean, she didn't say this, but it was basically, don't ever go on a Tuesday when it's supposed to be, you know, release day. Yeah. Because likely they, at least my Best Buy won't have it. So I'm gonna look this weekend. That's that's nebulous though. I I'm not. It seems to be available from Barnes and Noble. dot com and maybe in store. Those three, um, Cat's Eye, It, and Salem's Lot. Um, but I'm gonna check some Best Buys in the next weekend or so, and I I have high hopes they'll actually show up. It looks like next week. Uh, the fourth actually starts a couple more exclusives. Like I saw. Um, it came from outer space, Blu-ray 3D, which looks like maybe it's a Best Buy. That's exciting. It was cheap, too. And the Ghost of Mr. Chicken with uh, Don Knotts. So, like, a lot of these Universal movies, um, and then I, I guess those last three are Warner Brothers, they're doing all this Best Buy exclusive stuff, and it's driving me kind of crazy. <laughs> I know, I especially if they're not going to stock it, then what the heck is the point of doing this? Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. You want to get people into stores? Well, how about not pissing them off when they do come in and you don't have it? Because <laughs> then it makes me just, like, want to hunker down and wait, like, another month and just order it. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it but came I'm from still outer tempted. space in 3D. That is very tempting to go. Ten bucks. Yeah. So maybe maybe I'll go looking around uh, next week, too, and see if I can find it from a Best Buy. Yeah, I think it just varies on where you live and... If your Best Buy is cool or not. My Best Buy is not cool. <laughs> um, uh, Sony is adding another film to their Capra collection next week. The Mr. Deeds Goes to Town Blu-ray is coming nice. out next week. And then what else do we have here? Vamp. Uh, From Arrow, I think Vamp is coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Another 80s classic. Oh, also the... I think the the Sony MOD version of uh, Body Double is coming out next week uh, on Blu-ray. This is like the Burn, the BDR. Uh, so, you the know, twenty six ninety nine or whatever. Yeah, twenty six ninety nine. I mean, like oh, you may as well just import the new uh, one. Infiltrator. From, yeah, exactly from the UK. Yeah. Totally gonna. Uh, if you don't already have the um, 
you know, the Twilight Time one, obviously. Oh, next week is the big Middle Earth limited collector's <laughs> edition. I know you'll be running out to your local stores to pick it up. It's down to the low price, four ninety nine over on over on Amazon. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy a new shelf just for that. <laughs> a shelf for the shelf. Um so yeah, a pretty a pretty nice lineup of titles next week uh to talk about. Ooh, it looks like they're also reissuing the Harry Potter films with new covers. Uh not that I need to rebuy them, but I do like these new covers that they have for them. <laughs> um I don't think there's a a Criterion release. I think they're reissuing Nashville on Blu-ray, like they're splitting up the dual format one next week. I think Swiss Army Man is out next week. Oh, too. yeah, the farting Daniel Radcliffe movie <laughs> that everyone uh, was talking about at Sundance. And then when the when they, like, toured, or when they went on, like, little publicity tours in different cities and, like, the press got to, like, hang out with, like, this, like, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, like, doll, essentially. That they, corpse doll. Corpse doll, yeah. <laughs> Oh my. I'm I'm very curious about that one, to be honest. Uh it it feels like it could be right in my wheelhouse or just outside and annoy the crap out of me. Yeah. But I have to see it. I'm very curious. Um I noticed that um what is it, the Wilder People. Um Oh, the hunt for the Wilder Wilder People. People yeah. the uh Taika YTT movie. Yes, that's available on VOD platforms now. I'm not sure when the Blu-ray is coming. I haven't seen the date yet, but um, I plan to watch that very soon. So, and I know we don't talk about VOD a lot, but that seems like a special movie. Well, I think they might either only be releasing it on DVD or they're the Blu-ray. I think I might have seen someone say that the Blu-ray is going to be a a BDR and not, ah. not a, a, a press disc. Um, that's, I, I think that's what I remember someone saying on Facebook. That's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll be getting it on, uh, digital anyway, just cause I want to have it for more than me to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, are those Prince Blu-rays coming out next week? Oh yeah. Under the Cherry Moon, Graffiti Bridge and print and, uh, Purple Rain and the box set, mm-hmm. which is pretty cheap. 20 bucks, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Knight Rider Blu-ray collection is coming out next week. Oh, and Miami Vice, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Mill Creek. So, you know, a pretty reasonable price for the entire series of Knight Rider on Blu-ray. Tempted. Yeah. Tempted by both. All right, Brian. Well, thanks so much for recording with me tonight, and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.